I can't get enough of the Masters theme song. Holly G here. And what would have been the opening round of the 84th Masters? However, we now know that's been rescheduled for November. And so um, it's time to go to my favorite uh, wizard of golf, the one, the only, Gary Van Sickle from the Morning Read and longtime legendary golf writer for Sports Illustrated. Good afternoon, my friend. Well, that's the first time I've ever been introduced as a wizard, so mark this day down. Gary Vantastical. Yeah, that's also a first time. Vancinical, I get that a lot. I should have probably, uh, you know, I should probably trust really my brand. I should probably trademark that Vancinical. Hey, come on, you know, the marketing team here, we can make that happen. Yeah, I, I should trademark that. And then uh, the old story when I went from Golf World Magazine to Sports Illustrated, the secretary in New York had business cards made up for me and she made a typo. And I got a couple boxes of these business cards instead of saying senior writer, he said senior waiter. Oh. <laughs> so I was kind of ticked for like 10 seconds and I thought these are great. They're going to be fun. And you give somebody a card, they look at it. They always, I mean, it was a great conversation starter. And, uh, you know, gosh, 25 years later, people are still, hey, senior waiter. That's so, classic. yeah, that, that's my brand, Van Cynical and Senior Waiter. Uh, Van, fantastic. All that. I don't think that one's going to catch on, but I like it. Well, how many Masters have you covered in your illustrious career, my friend? This week would have been number 39. Woo! You started when you were 12. You were a uh, prodigy. Yeah, you know, I didn't even, yeah, right, you know. <laughs> uh, well, you got to work your way up. You want to go to the Masters, you know, you just, everybody at the newspaper wants to do that too. So you got to work your way up. You have to earn it. You do. Well, just, you know, we're missing out on um, all those terrific traditions as we kick off spring in the golf business with the first major. And it just, you know, feels weird. We're all just kind of trying to figure out what to do this week. I know your honeydew list is very long. You've been painting the house. You know, I, I'm reading all these guys and all these players and all these writers, and you're watching replays on TV, and they're talking about, oh, what you would be doing right now with the Masters. And, uh, and I get that, sort of, but this coronavirus thing, we're all hunkered down in, in our bat caves. We're all doing our own thing. You know, it's we're so far removed from – from golf tournaments and it's already been how many weeks uh, to me it doesn't even seem that weird the Masters isn't going on because we're already out in outer space with this thing we're, we're so far removed from normal that I'm not even thinking about what normal used to be anymore so on one hand yeah it's the week of the Masters and we'd like to be there on the other hand it hasn't been an option for, for quite a while here so uh I'm not really, I'm not really sitting there going, oh, I wish I was in Augusta right now. It's like, uh, it's, that's so far away, it's hard to even think about it. And I was looking, isn't it pouring rain there today too? So wouldn't it, would not have been a good first day if I, if I, the weather report I saw was right. I wonder, will, you know, going into the fall, will we see that kind of weather? 
move, especially late in November? Some guys who've been, you know, Trevor Immelman and uh, Crenshaw and a few guys who've played there in the fall a fair amount, they say, you know, it should be fine. You know, it's kind of like springtime. You can you can get any weather in, in April, too. And, and we've had some some crazy weather in Augusta. We've had a couple Monday finishes when we had storms. There was that one time, uh, one year, I think it was a 97, not 97, uh, years after that where storms came in and uh, on Saturday and just blew everybody. They had to stop play. Uh, they blew everybody off the course for a while. And so I don't, you know, I don't think it's any more risky than playing in April. I think it's about the same. I, I think the turf conditions would be, you know, that's, that's the off season for Bermuda and they'll have to overseed or whatever they're going to do to make sure it's green. So that the turf might play a little bit different for the players, depending on the weather. I, I would say, if anything, it might play more difficult. But you know, I'm not going to sit here and see. I can predict the weather. They could have they could have a three week drought, and it'll be firm and fast. Um, it, you know, it could it could be it could be anything. But I think the turf you're you're well you're into the new turf season by a month or two. So you know, it's, it should be fine. It, it might play a little different for the players, but as viewers and spectators and media, we're not gonna we're not gonna really see that notice the difference. You know, scores might be different, but it's not gonna be different for us. Now they've announced the new schedule, new slash revive slash with a hope and a prayer. I would say with some of these events uh, schedule with the PJ Championship uh, moving to August, uh, U.S. Open in September and uh, Ryder Cup still remaining on the schedule for the end of September. Harding Park, San Francisco, that seems like a real stretch right now. And you've gotten some news on that, haven't you? Well, I, I wrote a column that appeared on Wisconsin.golf yesterday about, uh, you know, I don't want to be Debbie Donner, but the golf season might be over and we just don't know it yet. And I'm talking about 2020. The the schedule relocation is kind of wishful thinking. I think it's great to try to get these tournaments played, but you know, the Olympics is already canceled. The British Open and Wimbledon have already canceled. They were for mid July, and the Olympics went in the first week of August, which is when the, the PGA is going to try to play in San Francisco. The governor of California has already said there's no way NFL teams are going to start playing in that state in September. I just read a story this morning about a county commissioner in Santa Clara County, which is where the 49ers playing, saying he doesn't see how they'd ever have games played there before Thanksgiving. So having a PGA in San Francisco in August seems pretty unrealistic given those comments. On the other hand, I've heard a, an unsubstantiated rumor that the PGA is trying to flip its schedule and maybe they would have the PGA – at Kiowa Island, which was supposed to host it next year, they might do it this year and go to Harding Park next year. I guess on the theory that Kiowa, Kiowa Island is less of a hotspot uh, as of August, the early August than San Francisco would be. I, I don't know if that would be the case. Certainly there's a lot less population in Kiowa area. But uh, you know, that's just a rumor. And I, would, it, would they have fans there? You know, is the PGA Tour, are they thinking they're going to have fans at the Wyndham or any of these tournaments? Are they going to try to play without fans? Um, 
Now we, we've learned how uh, how easy it is for this virus to spread, and you know, I just wonder if we're going to restart the economy. Everyone's going to go back to business, and you know, we th- we thought we we're out of the woods, and once we go back after a couple of weeks, the number of infected cases is going to you know jump way up again, and we're going to you know we're going to go starts and stops. Going to go on for two weeks, off for two weeks, on for two weeks as we try to figure out uh, how we combat this thing. But, you know, again, we, we don't have a silver bullet. We need a we don't have immediately available instant testing for coronavirus yet, which I think is what all these sporting events are going to need if they're ever going to come back. So we have to kind of wait on that before we can really, you know, say anything that can really hold water. I mean, we sit here and speculate. That's really all I'm doing. We just don't have enough facts to know where this is going to go. So... You know, if we come up with a shot that cures everything tomorrow, which is not going to happen, but if we did, that would be step one to, you could you could have golf tournaments, you could have football games, you can do anything, but that's not going to, nobody's expecting that for at least six, six to nine months, if not longer. Well, I heard that hotels are absolutely sold out all over Augusta, that you can find a room I read something earlier today about 30 miles down the road for 3,000 a night. So there are already a lot of pent-up golf fans that will will be ready and uh, marching through those gates in November. Oh, it's, it, it, yeah, it's hard to get tickets. If you've got tickets, you know, you don't want them to go to waste. I don't know. If, I don't know what the rooms are that bad. I, you know, all things are relative. You're, Last time I looked, you know, I, I booked a room at a Quality Inn, which is nothing special, and it's like two fifty, two sixty a night, and that's for the for like the week. Like that's we that's it, double the price that would be normally, maybe a little bit more. It seemed ridiculous, but compared to the rest of the prices, it doesn't seem that bad. You, it's kind of like shopping in Neiman Marcus, you know, if you went and look in the section where the expensive dresses are for two thousand, when you walk down a a different area and they're only 400 you're going hey these are cheap it's like 400 for a dress nobody would pay that nobody in you know my league pays that so it's all relative you get you get just jaded or uh, numb to the pricing so yeah i wouldn't pay three thousand a night uh but you know if you get down there for seven nights you're going to be paying two thousand i'll tell you that so i was talking earlier to Damon Hack of the Golf Channel, and we started um, uh, looking at how this compressed schedule in the fall, if it if it does happen, could benefit a guy named Tiger Woods, in, especially in terms of winning another major, possibly defending for his sixth green jacket, and also just by nature of the schedule, possibly breaking through Sam Snead's record. What do you think? Well, if he's, uh, here's the weird thing. I, I First of all, he's going to have a problem with all those tournaments jammed together. And I would be pretty surprised. I don't even know where he is on the FedEx points list. Um, if, he, if he would have to play all three of those FedEx events, then he's got kind of a problem. I don't think he would, even if he was eligible, but uh, I guess we'll see. But look, this the way these things are jammed together, if you are if you get hot, if you're on your game, you got three majors in, in three months, and you can 
you know, you can knock, you can knock out a couple right there. So I don't know. Tiger didn't seem like he was feeling all, all that great by the time we got to the break there. So certainly, certainly this time off has hopefully helped us back and he's going to be in better shape. Cause I know he said in LA, he felt, didn't feel very good. So we'll see, but let's just say you go to the PGA at Harding. If, if there's a PGA in August, you know, if somebody was able to win that, well, you get another one, you know, five weeks later in September, and then, and you got a Ryder Cup theoretically, but then you've got the, you know, you got the Masters in, in November. I mean, there's, they're, they're, they're bunched, not that they're any closer, but than, than normal, but uh, it just seems like they are. So, I don't know. I, I, it, I don't. It certainly it delays Tiger beating any records, but the time off sounds like something he maybe needed. I, it's on, I mean, I, from what you can tell from what he said on that interview on golf TV the other day that he was ready to go this week and was, was feeling pretty good about it. But yeah, we, we, we can only take Tiger's word. We don't know, but I, it, I don't think it hurts his chances. It just slowed him down that he's not going to get it done until the fall, at least. And again, that's back to my point where if we're playing golf at all, we don't really have a handle on coronavirus, even though we're getting a little more optimistic about it. But uh, it's because 10,000 people are dying instead of 14,000 people doesn't mean like we got it licked. We, we don't have it licked. And I don't know if we will by then. So, you know, it could be a moot point. But, you know, I hope we are playing. I hope he does play. I hope the PGA does go off in August because that means, you know, that means we won that battle. And that's that's what we're all looking for right now. Absolutely. What about Rory? I, I'm thinking, okay, you're resetting the, the timeline. Maybe, you know, the vibration's a little different in the fall. And that maybe that would take a little pressure off Rory coming into the Masters. Just a, a different vibe, if you will. Well, depending, depending on when play starts, I mean, we're talking about PGA in early August. Does that mean there are no PGA Tour events until then? You know, we, we, the focus has been on the majors. Well, what about everything else? Is anything going to be played? Is the Memorial going to be played in the first week of June? So are we going to start up the PGA in, in early August as the first tournament we're going to have? Because if that's the case, that takes – really the pressure off everybody and it is going to be kind of a fresh reset whereas if we were to start playing pga tour events in the end of june or something or you know if you had three or four events which a lot of these guys would want to play in to try to get sharp again that would change you know if kepka or tiger or somebody were to win something in july that would kind of change our view of things or if rory got hot and won a couple things john deere i don't, I don't know what he would play in but something like that so i mean we're talking about the majors but what about the pga tour are they gonna are they gonna start up before august again that's something we don't we don't know because they don't know so that's uh i think the big problem for tour players right now is if i was one you know it, it's hard to it's hard to maintain interest in you know i think like the hockey players you get out of shape and uh, a lot of them probably live, you know, if you live in Pennsylvania, my son's a mini tour player. He's in Pennsylvania. Everything here is shut down. He can't do anything. There's no place to go. There's no ranges. There's no courses. There's nothing. 
Uh, I know some guys in Florida can still go practice and whatever, but I would think their motivation is uh, is a pr- staying motivated for the next few months or getting ready to tee it up whenever we're eventually going to tee it up. I think that's that's going to be the main issue everybody's going to have, and that's going to that's going to go for Rory too. I mean, his favorite tournament, the the Open Championship, is gone. Not going to have one until next year. So uh, that's going to make it a little tough to get uh, to get excited for the next couple of months with you know. It's really nothing on the schedule. I think the best thing I've seen that's gone viral, I think it was earlier this week, I don't know if you saw it, was uh, JT, Justin, and uh, Ricky playing left-handed, I think, somewhere in South Florida. Did you see that? Uh, I did, and then Brooks Kepka tweeted out some video of himself hitting it left-handed, and you're like, yikes, these guys are, are really good. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I first I was watching the putting. I said, "Oh, okay, maybe." And then and then I'm watching Ricky and hit it. You know what looks like backhanded out of uh, the bunkers, and I thought, "Whoa, pretty uh, pretty fun." Well, it shows you these guys are you know messing around. They need something to do. I think they're like all of us. They're a little bit bored, but at least at least they've got yeah. You know, at least they can keep their game sharp if they want, but. That's what they got to do to stay interested in it left-handed and whatever. So uh, they're, you know, they're like racehorses that aren't being allowed to race. They're they're itching to race and they don't have a, they don't have any anywhere they can. And you know, for a lot of guys, I mean, let's face it, for all these guys, that, that's fine. They have a, it's some time off. But how about all the guys, you know, like my son or like the guys on the Corn Ferry Tour or anywhere. You know, those guys in the Corn Ferry, there's only about 20 or 30 guys who make any decent money. Everybody else just barely makes expenses, if that. What are those guys doing? You know, they, they could, they were barely getting by when they were playing, and now when you're not playing, now you got nothing coming in. So I think you're going to, when it comes back, I think there's going to, I think it's, this is going to knock a lot of guys in the lower end. I think it's gonna, this is going to put them out of the game. Because they couldn't get, they don't have any money coming in. They're not, they, they don't have status on the Corn Ferry Tour or anywhere. They're not going to get a check like some of these guys are going to get during this this layout. Uh, I just, they might not be, they may have to, you know, start bartending before, by the time golf comes back. And that might be it. This might be the end of their careers. They chased as far as they could and they ran out of money. So this, this could end, this could end some, this could not put some guys out of golf. And, you know, everybody can say, well, they had their chance, and they did, but it, it could this could put some guys out of the out of competition. Well, the Golf Insiders keeps on keeping on, and uh, I think I hear your wife saying that the paint's dry, Gary, so she's got your next project all lined up. No, no, I think you misheard that. I think uh, what you meant to say was, I'm not here right now. I, I, I'm doing important work on the radio. I can't possibly paint right now. Well, we appreciate, as always, spending some time with the one, the only, Gary Van Sickle. Thank you, my friend. Anytime. Have a great sort of Masters weekend. Stay low and duck and cover. Stay well, my friend. Bye-bye.